The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Again, and Larson. Last week, he got me with my water in my mouth, too. Well, you got to be ready. Be ready all the time. And welcome Goodness. back. Welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And of course, available wherever fine podcasts are. If you're listening to us on an audio podcast app, please leave us a rating or a review or a comment. It really does help boost the exposure of the show. We're also available on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. That is where we pull our video questions from. We have a special $20 Patreon tier. Not only do you get the Friendo Care Package, which includes a comic book, uh, stickers and a poster. Uh, it also gives you the ability to send in your videos right here to Matt Chat to be featured. And then me and Larson, of course, will watch them and uh, give them really, really deep thought and, and do a lot of research uh, and then answer your questions. So, yeah, we've got a bunch of good questions today. Of course, it's Sunday. It's TLC day. Oh, we're doing a reaction live stream. That is correct. Camera will be on us, not in TLC. You can probably watch that free WWE Network if you want to. Yeah, they got a deal going. Um, like but you can watch for us free. for free, too. Yeah. No right. subscription required. Not yet, anyways. No, nah, I'm joking. We wouldn't do that. That'd be rude. That'd be super rude. Anyways, uh, let's hop right into oh, it. Oh, yeah. Man, I miss me some John Cena. I keep on seeing him on these Bumblebee movie uh, he still trailers. Has and he still has his hair. Yeah, he's got to get rid of that. He's always wearing very nice three-piece suits. He's got a vest and the jacket and the pants. Yeah, he needs to do. If he's going to do a movie, he needs to do like a Scorsese seventies yeah. crime drama mm -hmm. because he's got the hair for it mm -hmm. now. Anyways, Christopher Rampersad, uh, he's got a great question about John Cena. He does. Let's hear what he has to say. Hello, Stephen Larson. So, past couple of weeks now, Raw has been terrible, but the good news is by January, John Cena should be coming back. So. He should be coming back, so he should be around for the build to WrestleMania or the road to WrestleMania. Do you think that John Cena could save Monday Night Raw, like give it back good ratings, make the show fantastic, put some star power into it because he's John Cena? Thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Christopher. Oh, please, please, yes. John Cena, come back. Save Monday Night Raw right now. Enthusiasm for the WWE is at an all-time low. John Cena is probably, apparently Ronda Rousey is too, but John Cena is one of the last pro wrestlers we know can still pop ratings. Raw desperately needs an injection of buzz, and I can't think of a better wrestler, especially when he's motivated and has a story behind him, uh, to generate that buzz than the return of John Cena Get rid of that ridiculous hairdo of yours. Shave it down to your crew cut norms and uh, and come back and save Monday Night Raw because as Monday Night Raw goes, SmackDown goes as well. Uh, there's plenty of, of, of good. Think about, think about this. Think about Seth Rollins, John Cena getting into a program. We've seen, seen it before, before but, there, uh, but Seth was a heel at the time. I want to see it as a face Seth Rollins versus John Cena uh, or, I don't know, John Cena versus Drew McIntyre. That could be a lot of fun. You got it all wrong, man. Nah, It's man. all wrong. You're talking about a motivated Cena with a good storyline. There is a good storyline awaiting him, not on Raw, over on SmackDown against one WWE champion, new Daniel Bryan. B-show? Sure. You want to put him to waste? So note... Uh, let's be honest with ourselves, okay? Raw's beyond saving at this point. Oh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I in, kid. it's in such a hole. I You're kid. not joking. I, I don't know. Um, anyways, there's plenty of talent over there on Raw. Give the ball to Seth Rollins. Let him run with it. That's how you save Raw. The guy to save Raw is already on Raw. His name is Seth Rollins. He's headed in the right direction. Get rid of this whole Baron Corbin as GM A story. It's not working. It's not working. It's not translating into ratings. It, like Melser said, Barry Corbin's repelling viewers. Just get him <laughs> off the TV. Repels viewers. Just, as much as I'm appreciating his work, you need to get him off the TV. I need to make a new Slow Wolfpack shirt with the wolf on it, and it says repels viewers. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, no, Cena needs to go to SmackDown. We need the story for the WWE title between John Cena. John Cena going after his record-breaking 17th world title reign, trying to do it against the man who could have been his brother-in-law. Yeah, bummer they're the not. The new Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan could attack John Cena for his mindless consumerism. Because you know John Cena has that giant house where you have to sign a contract, to go through the doors, and you can't touch anything. Well, there's that, but there's it goes deeper than that. Look, this is the bottom line. This is a shoot. You're right. Uh-huh. It should be Cena, Daniel Bryan. I get that. Uh, it could go deeper. He could be blaming. Just getting started. He too. could blame Cena because in all these movies that do nothing but have product placements, promote consumerism, promotes consumerism yeah. via toys and other. Yeah, and then bad also things. you can get on Cena for. You know, flying across the world to promote these movies that promote consumers, thus destroying our environment. Yeah. Uh, Cena, he's really jacked. I'm sure he eats a lot of protein, which probably means meat. Mm-hmm. Factory Methane farming. Fumes. Factory farming is Methane horrible emissions. for the environment. It's horrible for the animals, too. Yeah. Uh, can go on and on. It would be a delight. They could do a political debate. Totally. It yeah. would be awesome. Be Get great. these two guys with their characters in a program. Cena would be totally into it. Oh, man. They both um, and I, I, here's the thing. I don't mind Cena eventually getting that 17th world title. He can't get it on the first try. He needs to struggle a little bit, especially since he's been off doing all these Hollywood projects. He needs to struggle a bit before he gets there. I wonder, if, I wonder would, is he even allowed to come back? The, the insurance issue, isn't that a thing? He was somebody, I forget who it was, I apologize, but tweeted at us a thing where Cena had mentioned... Oh, did we talk about that? No, no, I don't think we talked about it. He, he mentioned, totally he mentioned the, yeah, the Rock thing. Yeah. Once you get into a Transformers franchise movie, man, I well, think you're... Here's the thing. It depends if he's got anything lined up. Oh, man, he's seen it. If he's got... He has his next three years scheduled. If that, he's I got a, a, a project lined up, then it <clears> may be an issue. However, his schedule's kind of clear for a while, and he doesn't have anything on the docket um, on the horizon. It won't be. God, I hope they don't do Cena Taker. Yeah, I know. I really hope they don't do that. Yeah, now, your, your, answer, your answer is the correct one. Uh, let's take a look, though. We got another question, this time about uh, the Royal Rumble. And one, Finn Balor. Yeah, let's uh, let him ask the question, though. Ryan Rigani, let's see who has to say. So after TLC and if the new Daniel Bryan defeats Styles, they basically have no faces left on SmackDown. So my long shot would be Finn Balor to win the Royal Rumble and to choose as the demon to face the new Daniel Bryan. What are your guys' thoughts, and who else can challenge Brian as a face that's on SmackDown? Thank you, Ryan Rugani. Thank you, Ryan Rugani. You go first. Should, oh. should Finn win the Rumble and challenge Daniel Bryan as Demon No, Finn I Bell? just said that Daniel Bryan's going to take on John Cena. Oh, yeah. So, no, uh, Finn, as much as I like Finn, he's great. Coolest dude on the planet. Um, no, he should not. Well, he could win the Rumble, but he should not take on Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is going to have a match against John Cena at WrestleMania. In my mind, if I say that enough times, it might happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So every opportunity I, I, I have to spout it out, I will do so. Okay. John Cena, Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania makes all the sense in the world. Because Ryan's right. Once Daniel Bryan bests AJ Styles at TLC today, there's no more faces on SmackDown for him. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to bring one in. Namely, John Cena. Mm-hmm. Marquee matchup. Awesome story. On both sides of the ring. Then you got the the, the, the whole record-breaking thing for Cena going on as well. On top of that, it's, it's, it's pretty much a license to print money. Put that at WrestleMania card. Give him 20 minutes. It'll be awesome. Yeah, the, That's what it is. The, Seth will the, probably win the Rumble and take on Lesnar at, at WrestleMania, get the Universal title. Shaping up to be a great mania. We should go. Uh, here's the thing. John Cena, Daniel Bryan, their story goes far. But John Cena didn't need to win any Rumbles. He's John Cena. No, no, I didn't say they John just, Cena should have won the Royal. I don't think John Cena should win the Rumble. I never said that. Wait, what? I never said John Cena should win. On your answer, it says no lol Cena. Yeah, but then when I actually said, I didn't, at no point did I say Cena should win the Rumble. I don't think he should win the Rumble. I said said Seth should win the Rumble. You said Seth probably will. I thought you said Cena should win the Rumble. No, I didn't say that. No? I said Cena. it on your answer sheet. No, no, because I said Cena's going to take out Daniel Bryan. Only one man wins the Rumble, and there's two uh, title shots. Well, the answer was, should Finn win the Rumble? Why are we and talking said about John no. Cena then? Well, I said, I said no because Daniel Bryan's taking on John Cena. Yeah. I said Finn could win the Rumble, but he's not going to challenge Daniel Bryan because John Cena is. You've got to pay attention. Who? you can got to try a lot harder than that to confuse me. Who? Who are you talking about? Just, right answer, just answer the damn question Yeah, already. Finn should win. Totally. Right. Absolutely. That'd be great. I think it'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be fantastic. People would love that. Are you kidding me? That's, that's how it should go. Uh, look, Finn needs to get this. Look, Seth Rollins has been calling out Brock Lesnar. He don't need to win the Rumble. John Cena, like your answer, he don't need to run the Rumble, that's for sure. <laughs> that's just it. No one wins the Royal Rumble. 
Finn is the guy that everybody Finn is like the the men's version of Becky because everybody wants him to perform because he's been held down for so damn long. Everybody loves Finn. He finally needs, this is going to be like when Shinsuke won last year, and everybody was like, man, Shinsuke, they buried him, they buried him, and then he won the Rumbles. Like, oh, great, he's going to win that world title. That never happened. But that moment was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. He's going to be in the main event of WrestleMania. That never happened. Uh, but, no, Finn Balor, absolutely have him win, and then have him go to SmackDown where he belongs. That is way more important than anything else. Finn getting to SmackDown where he can actually perform up to to our expectations up to what we want to see finn getting a smackdown is the a number one priority as it pertains to wrestling right now he doesn't have to win the world rumble go to smackdown though next from graham see what graham has to say hi steve hi darson my question is this week is who do you guys think would win the male and the female royal rumble too sweet howdy handshake thank you graham thank you graham yeah be ready for that who wins the royal rumble Finn, absolutely Finn. It's probably shocking be, answer. It's probably gonna be Seth, but it, I think it should be Finn. I think it should be Finn. Seth doesn't need to win; he wins a lot already. So it should be Finn in an Iron Man star-making performance, and then he goes on, and then Charlotte, because Oscar's gonna win that title at TLC later on today. Watch us, watch it, uh, and then Charlotte's gonna challenge Oscar for Charlotte Oscar to at WrestleMania. Uh, that's my idea. That's how it should happen. Well, because idea. you took the, the the obvious one. Oh, yeah, Seth and Becky. Yeah, they we're kind of totally on the win. same page here. <laughs> Seth and Becky, totally. Yeah, Seth and Becky. Seth drops his Intercontinental title, Dean, to TLC. He's in the Rumble. Iron Man performance. <laughs> he picks up the win. <laughs> he goes on to face Lesnar at WrestleMania. There's one Universal name title. we forgot about, though. The Rock. Oh, John Cena. The Rock. He's going to win the Rumble, isn't no, he? No, he's not. If, it, if if Roman were healthy, then that's a possibility. But no, I don't think he's going to. They're not going to have him win the Rumble to face Brock. No. 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 And then Becky. I'd be surprised if she loses at TLC uh, just so they can clear, I guess, in their mind, the obvious and easy path for her to face Ronda Rousey in the main event of WrestleMania by winning the Women's Rumble. All good answers. Yes. Next up, one of the hottest acquisitions for W. Steve W., Referee Michael West has a question. Let's see what referee Michael West has to say. Gentlemen, this is the referee Michael West coming to you with his first match hat question. Now, as we all know, the WWE has no natural predators. Ring of Honor, New Japan, Impact, etc. They are competition, but they are no waking slayers. There's not a chance that they would be able to take down the behemoth that is the WWE. What could put the WWE, however, in a position like they were at the beginning of the Monday Night Wars, where they were on their back legs and trying to fight for survival? Is there anything out there that could possibly do that? Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate your input. Protect yourselves out there. Thank you, Michael West, referee of WCW. Thank you. We're going to have pretty much the same answer, but here's pretty much the one thing that could really put WWE in danger, and that's losing TV deals. If, for whatever reason, uh, the ratings continue to tumble, um, their broadcasting partners decide they don't want to be in the wrestling business um, after the term of the contract expires and they struggle to find something that pays adequately, <clears throat> at least compared to what they have been making, they're going to be in serious financial jeopardy. Um, will they continue? Yes. They still have their own over-the-top service um, that could sustain them somewhat. They will probably get a TV deal of some capacity, um, but it won't be of the magnitude what they have now. Um, and then, you know, if, if it's a situation where they get a, a TV deal at a fraction, like 20% of what they're going to get in their next deal, that's going to put a lot of pressure on the people in charge now. We could see turnover. We could see a lot of changes up at Vince the top. ousted from the chairman yep. position. Yep. Uh, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll tack one more onto that. Um, they are going to continue. The, the Saudi Arabia thing isn't going away. Like every week there's more and more. Um, even like this past week, um, there was um, a transcript leaked of the audio of the, the killing mm -hmm. of that journalist, James Khashoggi. Mm -hmm. Wait, what's his name? Is it James Khashoggi? Jamal. Jamal. Oh, I said James. Um, and it, it's horrifying. It's awful. At some point, that audio itself will probably be leaked as well. And if it happens <clears throat> sometime in late April, WWE is going to have uh, a lot to answer for. They're, in, they're at the very beginning 
of a 10-year deal. They're coming upon the first anniversary of the beginning of a 10-year deal. And, you know, that it's 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 hard to th- to think that, that that's going to go away. They're going to continue to have a public relations nightmare twice a year with that. And I think that's going to continue to erode enthusiasm for the product. I mean, I, <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if some element of their ratings decline. I know, granted, the creative has been terrible and that's been the major thing because people tend to, but it's also easy to say, man, Raw's so bad. Oh yeah, and on top of that, they did that Saudi Arabia thing. Yeah, we've heard from countless uh, uh, friendos who said, yeah. cancel my network subscription because of all this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, yeah. who knows how many of them. But, you know, enthusi- that, that will chip away at the enthusiasm it of will. your product. Yes. And that's not going away anytime soon. Every t- Here's the thing. This was such a big deal that twice a year, whenever they go to Saudi Arabia, people are going to remember it. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna it's it's gonna be a big stain on their company regardless yeah. of how much money they're making. So that also doesn't help the situation. No. Um, but you know, a lot of people will will sort of conveniently forget about that if the creative just gets better. Well, here's another thing too that you know, in in the face of controversy, whether it be that or a couple other things that's happened this past year, um, if sponsors come to the point where they're like. Not worth the trouble being in business with WWE. Sponsors start pulling out. Yeah, that's a big thing too. That's gonna be a massive. It all issue it well. all comes down to money and yeah. enthusiasm. Yeah. Like, and enthusiasm goes down, money goes down. Yep. So yeah, that that's that's what it would take. Next up, Tim Morris has a question about all elite wrestling confirmed. Hey, friendos! If all elite wrestling goes ahead, do you think it will be considered a success in five years' time, or will it just be completely out of existence? Um, one of you pick yes, it will be. One of you pick no. Debate. Enjoy. Too sweet. Hearty handshake. Thank you, Tim Morris. Thank you, Tim Morris. Uh, all Elite Wrestling in five years will be along the same lines as, what, what was that, the XWF? What was that thing that Brian Zane wants? Oh, yeah. XFW, whatever that was. Uh, it'll be in that same thing. They might do a couple things. But I got nobody's really gonna care about that. Look, they're not Bullet Club anymore. They're not gonna have the cool logo. They've got merchandise with like a deer on it. That's silly. Cody's new shirt looks pretty cool. It's got his dog on it. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. I mean, I can wear a shirt with Gypsy on it, you know? Doesn't mean I'm going to have a freaking TV show. Gypsy's not as iconic as Pharaoh. Hey, watch it, dude. Just watch it. All right, you better produce a shirt with your dog on it then. I'm going to do If you're going to rival. I love my little baby girl. Pharaoh. That's my baby right there. Anyways, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. if So if they, if they launch, if they get... It's really difficult. It's really difficult. It's really difficult, especially right now. Here's the thing. Here's the problem. All Elite Wrestling, if they get started, if they get hot, this is what's going to happen. WWE will buy them. That's it. End of story. No, I don't think that's a certainty. The, it, it will be impossible for them to turn a profit unless they have a TV deal, which they wouldn't be able to produce decent results for because there isn't the audience out there for it. Eventually, that billionaire is going to stop. He's going to want to stop funding a hobby. So, no, there, there's no chance that they're going to survive Five years from now. What's, what is the no. WWE lacking right now? Enthusiasm. We were at All In. What was abundant in that building? Enthusiasm. Yeah, it was a one-time thing. It was a one-time event. Well, that's what we thought. What if it's a monthly event? Then enthusiasm will go down. Unless they keep the product really good. Here's the thing. There's, I'm not saying it's a certainty. There's a potential for All Elite Wrestling to fill that enthusiasm gap that WWE is presenting to us right now. Not to a major degree. It's not going to be in the millions, but it could be in the hundreds of thousands. And if they get a decent TV deal to kind of keep things afloat, they're not going to make money for a while. But as long as they're not hemorrhaging money, 
then yes, they will be at first. Yeah. But uh, if, if they can, here's the thing. If we've learned anything this past year, we've learned that Cody and the young bucks smart. They are smart. Savvy businessmen. All of them. They're about to scam a billionaire out of a ton of money. Well, I feel like the billionaire knows what he's getting into. I'm totally joking. Uh, I love them. I think they're great. I think they're savvy businessmen. Um, so uh, I'm playing devil's advocate. Here. There's no there, there's no certainties in terms of pretty much any business endeavor. Nope. But you'd think based on how they approached All In that they would prepare themselves to go into this new endeavor in the best possible situation. Yes. So I'm hopeful. You know, it's entirely possible this thing never gets started. This is all. This could all still be a troll for for being the elite. Could be. We don't know. Um, although it seems pretty likely they're doing something much more massive than just another all in. All indications seem to be. Could be something huge. Maybe. And maybe it's, maybe it's not even a full fledged promotion. I mean, all elite wrestling is just the banner under which future all ins uh, occur. They just signed non exclusive deals with New Japan, and then. Quarterly, they have all-in shows. Yeah, it could just be that. I think it's 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 kind of a scary thing. Here's the thing: like, in fact, I think for them to start, that'd be advisable is to do something along those lines. Therefore, you stay in New Japan, you keep your profile high um, in the worldwide wrestling scene, doing work in New Japan, and then you build your own promotion bit by bit. Here's you get to keep the enthusiasm yeah, by not having dude, shows every the, month. The, the major problem, the major problem, still remains, and that's the WWE. That's the biggest problem, and and that is such that is such. Here's here's the thing. They all eat wrestling is able to bring over, I don't know, some great name, Jeff Cobb, right? They bring him over. He's already said he wants to go to WWE. They bring over Jeff Cobb. Well, I, let's, 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 let's do this scenario, but instead of Jeff Cobb, who says he wants to try it, uh, see how he would fare in WWE, let's say someone from WWE, not a huge name, but a pretty prominent name, who yeah. says, I'm tired of dealing with creative here. I want to try my hand in all eat wrestling. Yeah, but who? I don't know. There are very few, as we've seen in the ratings, there are very few needle movers in the WWE. And that person, whoever you're talking about, if they're a needle mover, they're going to be used to getting paid, uh, you know, half a million to one and a half million dollars yeah, yeah, a year. And the, the pay would have to be not identical, but, but competitive. It'd have to be comp- at least competitive. Uh, <laughs> one person's not going to be a needle mover. A couple people might be, but you have to you have to fill a roster. Yeah, and if you're filling a roster with quality people, you're not going to be able to afford guarantee contracts for those people to any reasonable degree. That WWE can't just swoop in and grab them. Um, it's just it's not. I don't know. It's just not. And especially here's the, here's the thing. Also, all elite wrestling will have a giant target on them from the WWE. Mm-hmm. WWE will be looking very very closely at what they're doing. Yeah. And we'll probably try to sabotage them. We've seen what's happened oh, with, yeah, the, with the United Kingdom they scene. They definitely will. They definitely will. It's going to take people who are who believe in what all elite wrestling are doing. That's really what's going to take. Because that's why that's so why you're talking about suckers. No, because Cody, Cody, and the Young Bucks they believe in what they're doing because they believe they're going to cash in. Because they believe they can make a lot of money. Oh, doing absolutely, this. absolutely. But beyond them, well, I don't think it's just about money for them. They, I think they definitely want to create an alternative to the WWE product. Granted, part of that's because they think they can make a dollar and a cent at it. But I think they believe that there is there is there is a thirst out there for wrestling that doesn't copy the WWE model. They believe that they can create a viable business off of what they're doing. And a viable business means them making a lot of money. I don't dispute that. But I think they're all, I think philosophically they also believe in what they're doing. They think doing that will lead to making money, but it, I, I don't think they look at this exclusively exclusively as a money-making opportunity. This is them their opportunity for them to make a statement and to make some money. The other way around, priority-wise. Well, the, but the thing is, well, I'm not even talking about them. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the people that are looking to sign up. Yeah, no. It's going to take people who say, "Okay, I can get, I can get, I can get into what they're trying to do over here." That's what it's going to take, as long as they're getting paid right. Yeah, they're going to have to get paid. Yeah, right. Yeah, which the WWE can totally circumvent to a degree. But if people are just not into being involved in the WWE system, then it's going to be if it's if you get a chance to make five hundred thousand with WWE and not be into what they're offering you, or three hundred fifty thousand for All Elite. Three hundred fifty thousand is way too much. They're not going to be able to sign people. I'm that just much. throwing out numbers. Three hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> That's way too much. I don't though. know how much money they have behind them. Three hundred fifty thousand for for all elite, and you're really into the product. 
That's going to be a decision you have to make. Yeah, but they're not going to be able to afford a $350,000 wrestler. That. We don't know how much money the Khan family is going to invest in all this to, to start. It's just, it's just kind of common sense. Like, they're not going to be throwing $350,000 at a wrestler. They're not. It's, they're not. Nobody makes that outside of the WWE and New Japan. Nobody does. I don't know if that's correct. I Name one. Name somebody. You think G- No, there's people in Impact that make half a million dollars. Or did. Did. <laughs> I think that's a big I did, wonder, though. I wonder how much Jay Lethal makes. <sighs> he probably does pretty well for himself. 350? Maybe. I guess it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. But from once, but, you know, from what, from Ring of Honor exclusively? What do you think Austin Aries is making an impact? Austin Aries an impact might have been making, might have been making, God, man, I hesitate to say 300. I'm sure John Morrison's getting paid a decent chunk of change from Impact. Probably. I'm trying to. I'm like trying to do some loose math in my head right now, and I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm sure Del Rio, when he was signed with Impact, had a pretty decent deal. Yeah, but here's the thing, man. You, it would take. I'll put it this way: to make a real impact, I think it would make it would take like five wrestlers outside of the elite. Yeah, that are that are all needle movers. That would all require $350,000. And I think that's when you start getting into a situation that just doesn't seem simple. Maybe you're right, man. Maybe that billionaire is willing to just chuck $100 million at it. I don't yeah, know. Darling, I mean, I think we've heard that. We've seen stupider if, things. If you, if you wanted to make money, get into the wrestling business is not what you want to do. Um, just because the overhead is so high. There's a lot of expenses associated with just putting on a wrestling show, much less running a promotion. And assuming that the Khan family is well aware of that fact, they will probably know that uh, that this this endeavor is going to run a deficit for the foreseeable future. As long as they feel like there might be a light at the end of the tunnel, they might think it's a worthy investment. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm sure they're well aware that they're going to have to throw a lot of money at this to begin with. A lot. Yeah. Because they're saying five... Four wrestlers at three hundred fifty thousand each. What is that? One point four million. Um, is that what that is? Yeah, it's one point four million. Okay. I mean, if you're talking if for, for for the the owner of the the Jaguars, what he's probably making hundreds of millions of dollars off that business endeavor alone. Not to mention all his other business properties. One point four million compared to that is not a whole lot. Yeah. I don't I don't. I'm not gonna sit here and say that I know what a billionaire is gonna do. No, I, I don't just, either. I just think that it's a lot of money for something that the WWE can probably put a stop to fairly quickly, and I think they're already doing it in a lot of locations. Uh, next up, we've got Cactus. I, I don't mean to be a bummer. I just don't think it's gonna happen. Cactus Jackie, total bummer, man. You gotta be hopeful. Hey, you know what isn't a, a bummer though? Cactus Jackie, she's sitting there with a beer in hand. I know the Allagash sweat, Allagash sweat hoodie. I wonder what brewery that is. I tried to read the handles. It looked like it said Port City or something like that. I don't know. Sherlock Holmes. Beer Let's is great. Cactus Jackie has to say. Hey, friendos. Cactus Jackie here. And welcome back to another Matt Chat question. So Edge and Christian are back reeking of awesomeness on the WWE Network. Which current superstar do you see being the most relevant and interesting after they retire? And what do you think that they will do in retirement? Thanks so much. And let's see what Steven Larson has to say. Thank you, Cactus Jackie. Thank you, Cactus Jackie. Daniel Bryan. Let's hear it. Why? Um, Why? Why? Very smart guy. Very smart guy. Uh, very charismatic. Um, and, and wrestling seems to be but one aspect of his life. Um, he, he's deeply interested in environmentalism, uh, veganism, uh, all sorts of, of progressive causes. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised once his wrestling career is over, he... Political career. Is that what you're saying? Not necessarily a political career. Yeah, man. But he does some work to uh, advocate for the causes that he really believes in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, whatever we can do to protect our planet from becoming, uh, becoming uh, uh, like, basically unlivable, Yeah, that's good. Yeah, sure. Because we have kids. We want the planet to be, like, habitable for them. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, so I think he could probably do some, if you know, if that's what he wants to do, he could do some really good stuff. After his wrestling career. Look, man, the hottest thing in wrestling right now, Becky Lynch, the man, already kicking off a stellar movie career with the Marine Six. What's the subtitle of that movie, please? Like Full Frontal or something like that? I don't think it's Full Frontal. On Assault. I don't know what it is. Anyways. Is it a prepositional phrase? Perhaps. Out at sea. Yeah. 
Out of bounds. Blood Sea. <laughs> Out of bounds, yeah. Uh, stellar movie career is is happening right now. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to picture, you know, they I, I read this stat and it was just a random tweet that somebody sent out to somebody else that wasn't me that said uh, women-led movies oh, at I the box office yeah, yeah, yeah. outgrossed men-led movies at the box office. Don't know if it's true or not. Love to believe it is. Yeah. Becky Lynch could be the next. She could be like, a, 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 what was the name of that? The, the, the MMA fighter, the woman? Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Yeah, yeah you just said her name earlier. Uh, Gina Carano, but with like tons of charisma. I like Gina Carano. I'm just not sure that like her deal. She's in that new Star Wars thing. Hey, maybe she'll be with hot Werner stuff. Werner Herzog. That's going to be amazing. Who'd ever Apollo thought, Creed. Who'd ever thought that Carl Weathers and Werner Herzog would be in a Star Wars this property? This is fascinating. John Favreau's the man, dude. He's he's putting together something great. But yeah, give me Becky Lynch, man. I think she's going to be a great actress. She's going to be an Oscar-winning actress. Put her in like a movie like uh, like uh, that uh, Mark Wahlberg, Christian Bale movie, The Fighter, but with Becky Lynch. Call it The Man. Call it The Man. Yeah. The Man Comes Around. Yeah. She, that, hey, that'd be good. Like WWE Studios, they just need to like create a film franchise based on her character yeah, on Yeah, like a biopic about Becky yeah, Lynch. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That'd be yeah, good. That would be good. Like an eight mile, but Becky Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, Tim Spulock. Take it away, Tim. Steve Larson. Sorry I missed you last week. Got busy. But uh, we know that the brand split's going to get even bigger when SmackDown goes to Fox. So I want you guys to be GM of Raw and SmackDown. I want you to make SmackDown as sports-oriented as possible and Raw as gimmicky and over-the-top as possible. So each of you pick a side, decide how you want the show, how long you want it to be, backstage promos, make it your own twist, but it needs to fall into the category of SmackDown being a sports show and Raw being a gimmick show. That's what I have for you this week, guys. Too sweet, hearty handshake, and I'm going to get you something. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim. And no, I don't need anything. Uh, so, yeah, who go? I go first. You go first. Oh, man, I did not even prepare for this. Okay. Go to town. All right. I'm expecting something great here. So, uh, first episode of the new split. The rosters have been shaken up. We've got the super gimmicks on one side. We've got the sports stuff on the other side. Uh, so, all the titles have been vacated. No. Finn, the demon Finn Balor beats uh, Brock Lesnar for the universal title. Brock ends up either going to SmackDown or yeah, goes home to or whatever, down. goes to his, land, to his land. So you got uh, the demon Balor as uh, champion. And then Bray Wyatt becomes number one contender because he's in like a battle royal with guys like the boogeyman. You are going to town with the gimmick aspect. Good job. The, the boogeyman, uh, gold dust, stardust comes back. Um, uh, what other Undertaker guys? Kane. Undertaker Kane, thank you for helping me. Uh, but so like they get in, the, they all make their entrance, this battle royal. Bray Wyatt says, hey man, and then clicks his fingers and they all dither away to dust because everybody loves that Thanos thing now and WWE will love it in a couple of years yeah. uh, because it's so old um, so Bray Wyatt by virtue of like 
dithering away all of his enemies, becomes number one contender. Him and Finn Balor uh, have their match at WrestleMania or whatever, and they stand in the ring staring at each other, and then just like a bunch of bolts and stuff. There's no fighting. There is no physicality. It's all laser bolts and lightning beams and teleportation and eye beams. In the end, Bray Wyatt becomes new universal champion. He takes that universal champion throughout the universe via computer graphics and green screen technology, uh, and he defends it uh, against aliens, uh, portrayed by guys like uh, uh, Bob Rude, who's uh, like a two-headed Bob Rude. Him and Chad Gable are two-headed monsters. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then um, Matt Hardy comes back. Matt Hardy comes back. And, he's, uh, and then he wins the Universal Championship. And then the entirety of Raw for an entire year is filmed at the Hardy Compound. It's what Final Deletion should have been, an entire franchise, all just shot at the Hardy Compound. Uh, and then the end, Jeff Hardy wins. Good job. That's good. Uh, so oh, and Oscar. No, Oscar's on my show. Why? Because she seemed like she could like legit fight. Who do I get? Not Oscar. Um, Naomi. So- Naomi, because she has all the light powers. There you go. Lightning bolts. There you go. High lasers. New Universal Champion. There you go. So uh, they want to make SmackDown like a sports show. Uh, there's a wrestler right now who has uh, experience running their own MMA promotion. His name's Minoru Suzuki. Oh, man, I thought you were going to say Alberto Del Rio. No. Yeah, bring him into no. SmackDown. No, I want this to be you successful. Bastard. I want this to be massively successful. Uh, Minoru Suzuki, one of the co-founders of Pancrase, he comes over. He's the new head of SmackDown. WWMMA presents SmackDown. Pancrase down. Something like that. Smack craze. Uh, yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> Smack craze. And every wrestler across the world who has any semblance of fight experience mm. ju- is, is a part of SmackDown now. Man, you're supposed to be divvying up the rosters as they currently are. Okay, anybody on the WWE roster who has any semblance of fight experience ends up on SmackDown. So we get Brock. We get Nakamura. Matt Riddle gets brought up. Ooh, Kyle cool. O'Reilly gets brought up. Sorry, I got to break up Undisputed Ooh, Era. Oh, wow. You lose now. No. The only reason, well, for the sake of this, I'll have to do it. Uh, Daniel Bryan can stick around because he seems like he knows how to fight. Samoa Joe. He's good. I can go on and on. Anybody has fight experience, they're on this show. Of course, Ronda Rousey's on it. Mm -hmm. Man. Ooh. The best. Ooh. Take the ropes down like Matt Riddle's blood sport. (laughs) (laughs) Real, true fighting. That's good. WWE product. That's good. In the end, Minoru Suzuki defeats everybody. He's the he's the champion. WWE Smack Craze. And then at WrestleMania, we have like a co-branded like Survivor Series co-branded event. Minoru Suzuki takes on a giant monster. Yeah. Uh, Suzuki goes over. Suzuki goes over. The go. heel hook. <laughs> yeah. Guy in monster. And Gotch pile driver. Next from Patrick Sparks. See hey, the B man has to say. Hey friendos, Pat here. All right, very cold. I'm gonna make this quick. So was watching a uh, Russell Talk video earlier, and Lars is still lurking, whether it be going to Raw or SmackDown. And Luke from Russell Talk said he hopes he doesn't become this generation's Heidenreich or Snitsky. While I also don't want that, I also kind of do, because picturing Lars with the Snitsky gimmick of like miscarriages and failing pregnancies, and like it wasn't my fault, and strollers. And kicking babies into the crowd with a football punt. That sounds amazing. That shit was great. Um, so, give me three good reasons why Lars should be the new Snitsky. And three good reasons why he should not be the new, new Snitsky. Thanks, Randos. Thank you, Patrick Sparks. I go first. I don't really remember anything about Snitsky. I really wasn't watching wrestling then. Yeah. You always point out, you always tell a story about how you notice his nipples were kind of large. That's all I remember about him. Um, apparently, he kicked the baby. Um, whether I would want Lars to be the new Snitsky or not, I don't know. Fact of the matter is, they're not going to have him doing that stuff. So, so I guess I'll just say no because I don't, I'm not familiar enough with Snitsky's work. So I th- here's the thing: Snitsky was a bit of a monster joke in WWE. Mm-hmm. I'm ne- my, our buddy Evald. I've never seen him laugh so hard. When we sort of watched one of his first pay-per-view matches, we were sitting there in his living room, and I noticed that Snitsky's nipples were just abnormally big, like long. <clears throat> we would, we could, we did not stop laughing for like eight minutes. It was crazy. Um, 
So here's the thing. He was kind of goofy. He never really had a main. I would be okay with it because I'm not sure Lars Sullivan is really like main event material. So I kind of feel like he's, he's a bit on the one dimensional side. I really like his promo stuff. I like his like character stuff, but he's just a big monster guy. I like, I like Lars Sullivan. I think he's cool and everything, but um, when he's not hanging out on bodybuilder wrestling boards um, or message boards rather. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I could see it. I mean, honestly, it's probably, it was going to turn out except without like the, uh, without like the goofy storylines that they gave him. Mm-hmm. So it's just like another big monster guy kind of mm-hmm. looks weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that. Yeah, Snitsky was, was pretty entertaining. They had some like really silly storylines that just made me laugh. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, whatever. It's fun. If they, that's the thing. If they ever did that now, like that kind of stuff now in WWE, it'd be so out of place. Oh yeah. But it might boost ratings just out of car wreck, you know, car wreck fascination. So I don't know. Man. I don't know either. I don't know. Uh, next from Zenith 64. Salutations, friendos. How would the WWE look like if the main roster didn't like each other? Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels never liked each other, and they still put on some of the best matches. I guess you could say they were professional at somewhat. CM Punk and Triple H never liked each other, and you can see the tension there when they had um, their feuds and when they were on screen together. Plus, sometimes the superstars get in trouble for breaking kayfabe on social media, so... If they didn't like each other backstage, um, would it be better? Would it not? Would the product be good? Let me know. Thank you, Zenith64. I love Zenith. this question. I love it. I think the ratings would go through the roof. Are you kidding me? That'd be <clears> great. <throat> Number one, our business would be going great because like the dirt sheets would be all about all this, this drama. And like this person. This person backstage hates this fight. person. Here's the thing, man. When people don't like each other, their ambition goes through the roof. Yeah, you because look at the, they want to stick it to other people. You look at the Attitude Era. Nobody liked each other back no, then. They were all sharks. They were all sharks, all politicking. Triple H was in McMahon's office trying to get The Rock off the WrestleMania main event. I don't know what kind of politicking Austin did, but maybe he did a lot. I don't know. He really seemed to be cozied up with Vince McMahon. I don't know. There was a lot of sharks. The, the, the click, even preceding that, the click, they were all like bringing Vince to a room saying, Hey, you shouldn't push this guy over here. He what? Shane Douglas, a teacher. He's gonna. He's not gonna do anything. And so Undertaker. Undertaker was a member of the Click. He had his own. His own crew. Bone of guys. Street Crew. Yeah. Boner est. Um. And so uh, I think it'd be great. They're too. They're too chummy these days. Man, they're all playing video games with each other. Nobody's really believable as a bad guy. They're all like happy and and they're too getting along and stuff. No, man. Look, get rid of that wellness policy. Number one, oh, so man. they have a bunch of maniacs backstage. Ooh. Number two, uh, have them all hate each other. Bring back this cutthroat era of brass ring politicking, and then watch the ratings skyrocket. You'll get an awesome like shoot fights. Remember that time? What's his face drew a knife on that guy? Uh, wasn't it like Tank Abbott? He drew and he pulled out oh, a knife on yeah. a jobber. Yeah, that was nutso. That was pretty crazy. That guy probably didn't like anybody. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be mass hysteria. Yeah, Especially man. if you combine the talent not like each other with my idea for SmackDown, Pancrase, Smack real fighting, Smackcrase. all your differences, going on the locker room, like Kurt Angle says. In the ring, absolutely. The ring. Yeah. Ratings would go massively up. And just like fly on the wall type backstage stuff. Oh, man. People like getting in shoot arguments. Yeah. Shoot fights backstage and yeah. get broken up. And then the GM could say, settle this in the ring. Yeah. And mean it. Yeah. Oh, it'd be great. It'd be a rating bonanza it. through the roof. Come on, man. It's supposed to be competition, not like, oh, let's play video games with each other. Actually, I'll be honest. I like that everybody gets along. Yeah, me too. I really like it's, that. They, they seem all very friendly. Mm-hmm. No nutcases. That picture of uh, pretty much the entire 205 Live Isn't roster. Great? Watching Mustafa Ali take on Daniel Bryan. That's, That's awesome. lovely. Yeah. That's but awesome. if you want a better business model, have everybody hate each other. There at the bottom. Let's see what he has to say. Hey, guys. I'm back. And uh, sorry, I didn't put up a friend over his poll. I'm going to get back to that next week, but I guess, but I'm still going to ask a question. And this one's kind of a fun one. My question is who is more savage on Twitter, Becky Lynch or Rebby Hardy? Thanks guys. Thank you. Fair Thabata. Fair Thabata. Oh, it's Becky. Walk away talker. I mean, uh, Rebby was pretty, was pretty savage on Twitter around the whole, uh, Hardy's trying to get the final deletion stuff, the, 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 the broken universe. 
Um, she was talking about sorts of trash to impact executives and such. Wrecking people on Twitter. Yeah, but I really, I haven't really noticed a whole lot lately of what she's been doing, whereas Becky, Let's find out. day after day, day after day, I wake up, I look at my Twitter feed, I see Becky write something awesome, makes me laugh, brings a smile to my face. She is the man. She is the best on social media right now. Answer is Becky. Here's the thing, man. Uh, we watched... Man, she has dialed it down. She says, love that beef and broccoli from Sensible Meals. Sriracha sauce at Chick-fil-A is life-changing. But yeah, for a spell, she was being pretty rude. She's just happy that she has her dude back. Mm -hmm. He's probably driving her crazy, though. (laughs) If you're used to having a dude who's gone a lot, he comes back. It's probably like, man, you were all over the business. Anyways, when Rebby's... On, on one about something when she's pissed off about something. Ooh, boy. Oh, man. Get out of the way. Come on, Becky Lynch. Get out of here with that. Number one, A, number one. She's got WWE's best writers writing. Oh, her get tweets. out of here Get with out that. of here with that. You here. mark. What a mark you get out of for here the that. business. You think wrestling is fake, man. Do I got to tell you that again? Wrestling is fake. Choreographed. Those tweets. Predetermined, I'm sorry. Those tweets are written by some of the finest writers in well, the they're WWE. Not employed by WWE then. <laughs> they're not written by Vince. I'm not saying they're written by oh, Vince. Is Road Dog writing all her yes. tweets? Yes. Road Dog and uh, Michael Hayes. They're writing her tweets. Give me a break. They're all fake. It's all fake. She doesn't really hate Charlotte. You saw that try not to laugh challenge. Well, of course she doesn't really hate Charlotte. They're like best friends. I'm not saying that. Exactly. Like I, I it's take, fake. How I take can her it be savage gospel if it's fake, Larson? Entertainment. How can you? It's fake. It's entertainment. What Rebby shoots is straight real fire. Well, she says she, she loves beef and lot. broccoli. <laughs> Guess what? I I believe she, she believes that sriracha sauce is life changing. I better. I believe it. Run! Don't walk to the nearest Chick Fil A and grab me some sriracha. You got sauce, that right, Bubba. Listen to me. When she's laying down the smack on Ed Nordholm, but you it hasn't happened believe. in about a year and a half. Hey, but when she was, it was hot. Do not piss off Rebby Hardy. That is a fact, Jack. So I can read Becky's tweets. And no, this is just quality entertainment. There's no actual beef going on. Oh, you and your Mickey Mouse fantasy land. Nah, man, I live in the real world. Rebby is a Dan Severn of wrestling she Twitter is. is what you're saying. You got that right, man. All right. Next, Absolutely. Andy Nero has a question for Steve. Apparently not me. Take it away, Andy Nero. Hey there, friendos. It's the uh, heel here that makes good points. Andy Nero with a matchup question. And actually, it doesn't come from me this week. It actually comes from my friend, the Chelsea Duck. And he'd like to know... Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, he'd like to know, Steve, if you were going to build a soccer team out of WWE superstars, who would you choose and what positions would they play? Thanks, Rendos. Take care. Tottenham sucks, by the way. Hearty handshake, too sweet, and a shoulder lean. Cheers now. Bye. Thank you, Brother Nero. Thank you, Andy Nero. Take it away, Steve. I, would, I know what yours. If you say football... Don't sell out your own country by calling it soccer for one All right, thing. I'm going to shoot right here. Okay, go Here's ahead. Here's the deal. Steve actually doesn't care about soccer. I do. What are you talking? I'm a huge Hotspurs fan. Name a player on the team. Oh, man, that one dude. <laughs> you don't know any of them. Nah, man. Uh, uh, Butters Willingham. <laughs> I'm the Rebby Hardy of this situation. Oh, no. You don't care about soccer. Oh, no. You might have it on the background Saturday mornings from time to time. You don't follow the sport. Look, man, just because I don't, I don't know all the songs on the latest Radiohead album either. But I don't know their names, but I like them a lot. So I've got my But Hot you can Spurs. name a song on the album. You can name a song on Radiohead's Listen, oeuvre. I grew up 40 miles away from Tottenham. So therefore, it's in my blood. And, uh, yeah, that's my team. That's my squad right there. Anyways. What's their record right now? Uh, it's pretty damn good. I know they, they won their last game 2-0. Do you even know what nil is? Zero. You got nil brains in your head. You got plenty. Yeah, pipsqueak. Anyways, here's my football team. Look at them. 16, 12, 0, 4, 30, 16, 14, <laughs> what 36. Mean? What do you know what that means? <laughs> They're so good. They're 12 and 4, no draws. <laughs> That's what that means. They're 16, 12, and 4, and 30. With 16, 14, and 36. The GF is goals for, GA is goals against. Yeah. Well, no more about soccer you. than you. Look at your crap team, Arsenal. But I'm not even a soccer fan. Exactly. Poser, plastic. 
right? Bullocks. It's called a joke. Look at your belly. Anyways, answer his question. You just called football a joke? I did not call anything a joke. Ooh. I called me being a, a, a fan of Arsenal a joke. I call you a joke. Andy Nero wants me to build a football team with wrestlers. Fine. How about the four premier super kickers in the league in wrestling? The Young Bucks, Nick, John Jackson, and the Usos, Billy and Jimmy Uso. So them, and then Braun. You don't hear the players are on the pitch, do you? Braun, Braun is the goalie because he's got hands. You only got like half a team here. Andy asked me to name positions. Even when I was playing soccer back when I was Full a back, kid. Full back, Defense. Don't worry about Defense. <laughs> I don't worry about you, do. Oh, my. Did, did I don't even get to make a team because this question wasn't even for me. Your little Arsenal team is doing crap just because Andy wanted me to build a soccer team and not you to build hey, a soccer team. this isn't Matt team. Chat with Steve. This is Matt Chat with Steven Larson. Everybody, this has to be like summer camp, and everybody's uh, involved with everything. Would you like a participation trophy, Larson? Move on. I mean, this, we've this, got in this one instance, I would. Fantasyland yeah. from Josh with a dynamic night, Martinez. Hey, friendos. Well, the top indie talent being going to be signed to WWE. Who do you think will be the next five top indie stars? Power rank, excluding the elite. There are no more indie stars, man. Darby Allen. They're all getting snapped up. Ooh, I Scorpio love Scorpio Sky. Allen. Yeah, he's great too. Nick Aldis. Um, he's the NWA champion. Uh, Piper Nevin. Oh, great. Adam Mayhem. I win. Uh, you just sunk your crew, man. You just sunk your crew. Adam Mayhem. He's coming up on, uh, what, almost six months as H champion. Yeah, not a one decent competitor in his uh, milieu. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Ethan Page slash MJF, Willie Mack, Jordan Grace, Joey Ryan. Uh, there you go. That's my list. Although, like, Ethan, Ethan Page is on impact. Yeah. MJF is. He's got a broken elbow now. Oh, bummer. Willie Mack's on impact. He's a champion. And Jordan NBA. Grace is on impact. She's on impact. Joey Ryan's hurt. Yeah. But there's your five. Whenever you list who's one of the top independent stars, you always have to put Joey Ryan. Oh, absolutely. Darby Allen's great, though. He's going to be in 205 Live. All these people are going to be in WWE. WWE NXT Impact. That's what they're going to do. NXT Impact, huh? That's going to be the thing. Then it's going to be NXT Defy. NXT. PWG. PWG. Yeah. Probably not, but all right. That's how it's going to go down. Mm -mm. Anyways. Uh, Spirited debate. Good show. That was fun. What a great show this was. Man, I think we did really great today, especially me. So thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.